you need to to make sure that you know all the ins and the outs of flying it's not you don't you don't get experience just when you fly you need to do some homework behind the scenes as well you need to have yourself current all the time so that you don't miss out on anything or forget anything or something like that so you must make sure that you are on top of your game and that's i think that's one of the biggest motivational things within aviation as well just that keep on going the whole time today i'm talking to jacques pinard who is a commercial pilot in south africa hello jacques hi pietra can you hear me yeah i hear you how are you i'm very good thanks and you i'm uh, fine thanks it's so lovely to meet you here on zoom Likewise, likewise. Thank you so much for postponing the other day. I'm really sorry no, no, for that. No, no, no. That's absolutely fine. Um, Jacques, tell me now, you are a commercial pilot? That's correct, yes. Yeah. And in South Africa? Yes, that's correct. I held, I held a um, ICAO commercial license. Yeah. Um, so, yes, that... I guess that makes me a commercial pilot then. <laughs> oh, okay. But tell me about your um, training. Where are you exactly in the process of, so you're a commercial pilot, but first you you just get your private license and then you move on to being a commercial pilot, but you need a, a certain amount of hours. That's correct. So you start off with... Um, a SPL, so student mm -hmm. pilot license, and then you, then you get your BPL. So from there on, you gain your commercial pilot license, um, and you need to have 200 hours for that uh, in, in order to receive the license. And then it goes further to the airline tra transport pilot license. Okay. And for this, you need 1,500 hours. And this is where the whole aviation industry becomes difficult is to obtain that hours in order to pursue the career to advance in the, in your career um not a lot of people take you in with less amount of hours mm -hmm. so that's at, at, the, at this point i'm trying to get to a thousand five hundred hours to get my airline trial transport pilot license then okay so this is the so there's a there's that uh situation where it's almost that catch-22 situation where you need the hours but but you you need uh, but for to get the hours you need the experience so it's that that's yeah, yeah so that's the difficult thing in in order to get the hours you need experience and mm -hmm. for insurance purposes you need hours but you can't fly because you don't have the hours yeah so it's it's a big yeah. catch 22 and that's where it where it becomes so difficult mm. so you are um so you are basically now in this uh training part or this this uh gaining experience part but it's also not the cheapest uh industry to be in or or the career to pursue so tell me let's start first i want to know what was it about aviation that intrigued you why did you want to follow this career so at first to be honest i wanted to 
become a lawyer. Um, when, okay. I was, when I was a small boy, uh, my dad used to be a judge. Uh, so I wanted to be a lawyer. Then I just, I, I wasn't that interested anymore. My, my dad passed away. So I, I wasn't interested in it anymore. And it, it didn't fascinate me as much. Mm-hmm. And I was as any other boy in school. I really didn't know what to do when, when I'm done with, with school, what to do going forward. And I, I had the privilege to speak with one of the SAA captains at the time. And he was also a very, very big um, Air Force pilot. And he actually convinced me, or well, not convinced me, but the way he sold aviation to me, the way he spoke about aviation to me, and the way he explained his career to me, that is what what got me to to start the aviation industry, basically. And from there on, I never looked back. It really? was it was mm-hmm. some tough times. There were some ups and downs, and as any other career, but I've never looked back since I. I, I said to myself, I'm dedicated to this and, and I want to fly and I'm going to fly. And even though it takes me X amount of years, this is what I want to do. So, yes. But this is really all you need to, to um, be successful is to have that drive and that to make that decision that you want to do it. Exactly. But now, that. Yeah. But now, um, do you train now privately? So you have to get the funds privately to, and, and do you get any sort of, is there a school, like a, a training college or something that you go to in South Africa? Or how do you do your training? So at this stage, I, I only need hours. So I'm trying everywhere to to get the odd flights, to, to fly oh. here and there, to mm. when when you know some people that, that, that goes on a charter or anything, mm. just to hop on the flight. And if you have the specific ratings on the aircraft, mm. you, you get on the flight and you log the hours. Okay. So I'm trying at, at this stage, there's, there's a lot of other expenses I need to cover as well. Mm. So it's not at this stage financially advisable for me to go to a school to hire and fly because mm-hmm. that's also what the guys do they save up a, a, a bunch of money and mm-hmm. then they go to the flying schools they hire hire and fly let's say five times a month or two times a month and then they just gain hours from there but yeah. i'm also i'm also just trying to hop onto every flight that I can possibly get just mm-hmm. to get the, the correct amount of hours. And now also COVID didn't help. And the, the fact that, um, uh, you know, the world came to a bit of a standstill. Um, was that also, did that affect you at, at, as well? Very much. So mm-hmm. I got my license uh, just before COVID, um, like a year before COVID. So, I mean, then when I got my license, I I could start pursuing the career basically. And then it just came to a stop. 
mm-hmm. it, it completely stopped. I was retrenched at work where I used to work and I had to do a lot of other odd jobs because now mm-hmm. I'm sitting with a fresh commercial license with no experience. There's no jobs. All the airlines are retrenching people. So all the big captains and all the people that has thousands of hours needs work and they get the jobs obviously before an inexperienced guy will get the job. So then I ended up doing completely different stuff. I was just Mm -hmm. to, just to get, keep my head above water, um, doing all odd jobs that I can trying everything and aviation is slowly slowly starting to build up again um eventually i got a new job within aviation that's the other thing i said to myself is i don't want to go into a career now or try and pursue something new to keep my head above water and then I get stuck there and I can't get back into aviation. So that was also a very difficult situation I was in. So to maybe move away out of the the big city where all the aviation jobs is and stuff like that. So it was a very difficult decision and difficult time, but luckily it worked out. It it worked out um, for the better. So now you've got a job in aviation, but what exactly do you do now? Yeah, so uh, I'm working for National Airways Corporation um, currently. So I'm I'm, I'm doing base manager work for them, being base manager on outstations uh, all over the world. And then also being flight coordinator for the medevac department within the company. We have a very big medevac division. So all the logistics, all the quoting, all the planning, uh, that's also what I do at this stage. Okay, but now um, what what exactly, um, I mean, what, what does this job entail? What, what, how does your day look, so, for example? So when I'm in South Africa, we are about six guys that works shifts. Um, we have a morning, afternoon and evening shift so then whenever whenever there there's a, a medical quote that comes through you need to do the quoting you need to send the medical company the quote you need to make sure that the airports that we go to is suitable for the aircraft to go to uh, basically all the logistics around mm-hmm. a flight to dispatch and come back uh, that's mm-hmm. what we do every single day and uh, then when I'm not in South Africa then we have contracts with various of clients so then I'm basically the the NAC representative outside the country so I'm okay. the I'm the go-to guy when the client needs something I'm the go-to mm-hmm. guy um, if if there's any issues that needs to be sorted out in the base, on the base, actually. So that's also a, a six-week rotation. So it's six weeks there and six weeks back. Okay. But now all this, this is so interesting for me because uh, this is what I spoke to uh, Joanne Jordan as well. And she said there's so many 
so many aspects of aviation, you know, like you're saying now that it's not just that the fact that you fly the plane, but it's all this coordination that needs to happen. And of course, on a, on an airport or a, a, you know, a, a base, it's, it's this coordinating of flights taking off and flights coming in. Mm. So that that's, that's correct. So, I believe that being a pilot is it's is literally just being that's just the tip of the iceberg of an aviation company. Um, that's basically the end result, if you can, if if I can say it in that that way. Um, I believe, and that's where I also I was lucky enough to get positions in aviation that entailed the the administrative side and the operational side and i think at the end of the day it makes you i can't say i'll be a better pilot than the other guy but it 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 just gains so much information at the end of the yeah. day because you know what drives the company um you know where everything comes from from maintenance planning to sales to dispatching to everything um you you actually know when you get into that plane then you know where everything came from and that's that's in my opinion that's that's a great thing to know yeah i think it brings understanding as well you know for for who is involved in, in it's almost it reminds me of the theater because you see only, you know, when you sit in the audience, you only see the stage. But when you go backstage, you see the costume designer or the the makeup artist and the people who push all the things around. And and it's it's the same thing. I, I think of the airport like that. You know, like everybody doing the thing to get the people in the plane to where they want to go. Um, yeah. And at the end of the day, that that also helps for a better employee relationship. If you yeah. get the knowledge and the understanding of what's happening be, uh, behind the scenes, yeah. you as pilot know that when something maybe goes wrong and something is not exactly as you want it to be now, you actually know where it comes from and you know um, maybe how to fix it or that it just creates that better employee relationship between each yeah. other yeah well. yeah so now um and and you say this is now also a time where you can um where you need to have flying experience but luckily you are in the industry so you you're not completely isolated from from where you need to go yes i'm very i'm very lucky with the management team that um is above me at, at my work at this stage because they allow me whenever I'm off or whenever I'm not on duty they allow me to still go fly those odd jobs that we were talking about earlier okay. um, yeah. just to to jump on planes whenever there's mm. a, a chance to get on it uh, so even sometimes they fly their planes and they allow me to get on on the aircraft so mm. I'm very very privileged and lucky to have these people as my mentors as my bosses so mm -hmm. that i can still grow and still pursue the the flying aspect of the aviation yeah and for for us you know when we think about okay 200 hours 
and a thousand hours, you know, it sounds, it doesn't sound as much, but mm. when you start flying and you fly, it's, it's, you know, it's an hour and an hour and an hour until you reach that thousand exactly. five hundred hours. So it is a lot of time that you are investing to get to that point. Do you sometimes get impatient or do you sometimes, does it sometimes, uh, is it a bit demotivating when it doesn't happen as quick? No, definitely. So I was actually speaking with one of my colleagues earlier today and I also told him that you get so discouraged because you you see these people. There are some people that are at the right, right place at the right time and they mm -hmm. get flying. Other people get the office job at the right place at the right time and you don't. So it's it's literally waiting for your turn to to get yeah. there. And yes, you, you do definitely, you, you get impatient a lot. And that's that's actually why you need the um, the friends within aviation. You need to to make friends with everybody. And as soon as you get onto a flight again, or somebody expose you, one of your friends expose you to something new, or maybe just a random flight, then immediately you're back into it again. Like mm -hmm. it it changes everything as soon as you do that one hour flight again, even mm -hmm. though you did a flight two months ago it's this is the first time you fly in two months it's it's really worth it to just jump on again and then get motivated and go forward well i think also um like you say speaking to people in the industry and hearing everybody's story because this is uh really for me so interesting about your careers how uh, you know, extremely dedicated uh, you are um, to be able to pursue this career without the constant gratification. You know, it's, it's, it's a long time. It's a long periods of time, like you say, that you have to just stuck it out until you get the, the next part of until you get a promotion or, or get to the next level. So, um, I think it's it's very interesting how you persevere in this industry. And at the end of the day, when you have a commercial license and you have, let's say, 500 hours and the other guy that's, can I say, competing with you for this, this new job has also a commercial pilot license and he also has 500 hours. So at the end of the day, everybody is quite equal. So you need to, you need to be a bit better than the other guy in some way. And that's also very difficult because flying is flying. Um, and that's why you need to be dedicated to, to make sure that you are excellent in what you do. Um, you need to, to make sure that you know all the ins and the outs of flying. It's not you don't you don't get experience just when you fly. You need to do some homework behind the scenes as well. You need to have yourself current all the time so that you don't miss out on anything or forget anything or something like that. So you must make sure that 
you are on top of your game. And that's, I think that's one of the biggest motivational things within aviation as well. Just that keep on going the whole time. But how long since you started, where are you now? How many years have you invested now in in flying? So I've started I've started in 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started with my student pilot license in 2015. I got my private pilot license in 2016. And then f- from there on, I just um, went about it to get my commercial license. Mm-hmm. A lot of obstacles, a lot of ups and downs. Eventually got it, and now it's the next hurdle. So it it has been an odd six years now um, since I've been in the aviation industry. But from from private license to commercial license, um, was that also just you had to have an instructor with you, or is it you could fly solo and just build up your hours, but you couldn't have passengers with you? So when you have a private pilot license, you can still fly with with passengers. Mm -hmm. the the difference between a private pilot license and a commercial license is literally just that you can earn money for flying oh i see okay so that's that's the biggest and that's what people that that that's what confuses people when when i say i have a commercial license that doesn't necessarily mean i fly commercially Mm -hmm. i fly for a big commercial airline that just means that I can earn money for flying. I can legally okay. ask for money for flying. Mm-hmm. So when you have a private pilot license, you can you can fly anywhere, but with passengers, just you can't ask for money. So okay. when I had my pilot li- private pilot license, I was I was hiring flying. I was doing everything that I can just mm-hmm. to get to the amount of hours that I need for the commercial license. And then from there on, you can actually ask to to, to fly for someone uh, and oh, okay. to, just to get a, a job basically yeah. paying for it. Mm-hmm. But now in South Africa um, with SAA going bankrupt and uh, Com Air and you know many airlines. Um, do you see a future for you in South Africa? Are you going to pursue your career there? So that's a difficult question um, because the world is so big, and mm-hmm. I always tend to tell people that because everybody asks me. So, and I, I believe that that's maybe one of your next questions, but what is the plan going forward now? Like, yeah. what do you want to be and what do you want to do? So at this stage, I really just want to get flying. I just want mm-hmm. to get experience. Um, I can I can explain it in a way as as a doctor. If you go, go study medicine, I can't say all doctors are the same, but most of them only realize that they want to specialize in something when they are finished with seven years and they've already started working in the specific lines that they want to specialize in. So at this stage, I haven't had too many experience in all the various types of aviation. 
meaning airlines, charters, contracts, medivacs. There's so many aspects, so many types of aviation that I'm not 100% sure where I want to end up. So I definitely see opportunities in South Africa, definitely. There's a lot of aviation companies in South Africa. If it's not airlines, it will be charters or even contract flying in, in outstations, but for a South African company. So to answer your question, I wouldn't mind staying in South Africa, but there's also a lot of opportunities abroad. So at the end of the day, it's just what I like and yeah. what my specialized um, route is to mm -hmm. go because I'm not sure where I'll end up, but I'll, I can tell you that I'll definitely want to end up flying big planes um, commercially yeah. and for, for, for bigger companies, if, mm -hmm. you can, if you can say it that way. Yeah, so, but you, you leave the playing field open to see where it, where it leads you. That's, that's actually a very good thing to do, I think, you know, than to have your mind stuck on one specific thing. Um, so you'll, you'll see where the opportunities take you. Yes, a lot of, a lot of airline pilots that I have gained friends of, they also told me that when they started aviation all they wanted to do is to become an airline pilot and that's where they ended up they ended up being an airline pilot and then they told me listen this is not exactly what i thought it would be but i'm here now and this is where i'll stay yeah so i also promised myself that if i'm lucky enough and if if i'm lucky enough i can I don't want to, to, I don't want work to be torture for me. So yeah. I know not a lot of people can say that. And not, not a lot of people can say that they enjoy 100% of what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And even, even pilots, pilots won't say, oh, flying is 100% amazing. But mm -hmm. I don't want to do something that will discourage me and that I don't like. I want my, my work to be, something that i enjoy going to yeah so so that's why i made the decision just to not answer the question as to i want to be an airline pilot or mm -hmm. i want to be a a corporate pilot one day F for now i just want to see what is the best yeah. part of me basically mm -hmm. Basically, you want to end up in an aeroplane flying. That that's it. That's yeah. it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, I think that's a great the great way to look at it. Yeah, I was going to ask you what your what your wishes were for the future, but but this seems to be that you've already thought about that. Yeah. yeah. That 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 question actually came across a lot of times, mm -hmm. even even in the company I'm working for now. I mean. You, you have to have a little bit of planning ahead to know where you want to go to within the company. But 
luckily for for me the company that i work for is so diverse they they really have so many opportunities because not only do they do medivacs they also do charters they also do corporate flying they also do contracts so i think then it's an easy answer for me to just say mm-hmm. i just want to get flying for mm-hmm. now and then after a year or so ask me again ask me this question again and maybe i'll give you a different answer at the end of the day well it's the, um i heard an interesting um conversation where where somebody said that it's not always about the achievement of the goal but it's about the the doing you know the everyday pursuing and that if sometimes people say, oh, I, you know, if I just get my first book published, then I'll be happy. And then the book gets published and then they, it's a, suddenly such an anticlimax. Mm. And you are actually now um, saying exactly that thing that you, you, um, you have to reset these goals every time so that you're constantly working towards something. And that, that's the process, you know, that the process is actually the thing that, that gives the um where you get where you gain the the uh, um, reward from exactly so my 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 boss at work taught me that set yourself a goal but don't let it be your end goal so make a goal for yourself and then work it back how do you how do you get to that goal let's say you need to have an airline transport pilot license to get to that goal. Then how do you get an airline transport pilot license? You need to yeah. have 1,500 hours. How do you get the 1,500 hours? You need to have a commercial license. And so, so set yourself a goal, work back until where you are now and work towards that goal. As soon as you reach that goal, you change your goal. Yeah. Because... At the end of the day, you can't you can't be stuck in 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 what you do. You need to mm. you need to have new goals every single time whenever you reach them. Because I mean, it is reachable, and mm. you do reach your goals, and then you can't just get stuck there. Yeah, no, that's absolutely right. But now, what what would your advice be for a young? Um, boy or girl you know interested in aviation today <laughs> where should they start or what what would you advise them to do i would advise them to to start saving at the age of 14 <laughs> like just save and save and save money um, if they want to pursue the aviation industry and also it's it's you need to be willing to do anything that anybody doesn't want to do you really need to go the extra mile you need you really need to do extra in in, in every sense um and also just just keep going everybody everybody will tell you just keep on trying keep on trying keep on applying keep on flying some way something will happen um you, you just don't stop that's that's the biggest thing well i spoke to um a pilot uh nick hawk and he said that um 
you know, you get some uh, young guys who start washing the airplanes, you know, for extra money or for to to sort of um, pay for flying lessons or so. So that type of thing they also do. Exactly, exactly. Mm. Don't be scared to. Don't be scared to ask people. I've I've learned that whenever you see somebody flying there and you see something happening, people are too scared to ask. Listen, can I hop on this plane? Can you can you help me with this or can you help me with that? People people are too scared to ask. Mm. Um, I mean. It's it's it. You really don't have anything to lose at the end of the day. Yeah. Just just go ask. People can tell you no. Sorry, this can't this can't be done, or it can change your life at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, I always believe there's only two outcomes: either yes or no. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's completely true. No. Um, but um, Jacques, this is so interesting to talk to you, and uh, you you seem to be very dedicated in what you do. And uh, I would so love to see what what you know how you you further your career. Mm. Yeah, but you seem okay. to have it all all figured out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm glad it, it it comes forward as as I have. <laughs> But every day is a new challenge and every day something something new comes up. Yeah. There's a lot of plans. There's a lot of a lot of things that I still want to do. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's 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 the path you walk on and everything yeah. will happen as it should. Yeah, no, definitely. But um I just have one more question for you, and that is can you do a shout out for your favorite restaurant or coffee shop? Yeah, a shout out for my favorite restaurant. So, uh, <laughs> this is this is very cheesy. Yeah. Um, wait, let me think about it. Um, my favorite restaurant or coffee shop would definitely be the canteen at Lanceria Airport. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. So. Um, <laughs> The, the, it's just literally the canteen at Lancera Airport that mm. has saved our lives numerous mm. times. So yes, my shout out goes goes to them. Thank you for for helping us. And even even if we don't have money with us to help us with coffee, really? um, that's that's literally the best coffee mm-hmm. shop and restaurant. Amazing. Yeah, oh, so is there just the one? Is there just the one coffee shop or the one restaurant? It, that it's like? a little canteen at at the southern side of the airport. Um, okay. it, it's not at the main terminal site, so it's yeah. it's all the the people working at Lanceria, but. Yeah. It, it saves lives. I <laughs> oh, really well. You. It sounds like a um, a conductor here at the university, at the music university. He actually did a shout out for the canteen at the music university. So it's the second <laughs> time that I have this now. <laughs> this more, is amazing. Places, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. But thank you so much, Jacques. This was so lovely to talk to you. And uh, whenever you fly to Vienna. You have to remember me and and let us have a coffee. No, for sure. Definitely I will. Okay. Thank you so much for your time as well. It's a a pleasure. 
It's very interesting to, to talk to you.